maybe I would refuse the genie's offer. Right. Maybe I would say no. I don't think I would have the power to do that. I think if, <laughs> yeah. if this situation actually came to me and someone offered me these things, yeah. I don't think I could say no. I know. I would I have know. to accept it. But I think the best thing for me ultimately would probably be to say no. There is a reason why God has given me what he's given me. Mm. And that reason is probably because he knows that if he gave me a different set of circumstances, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to handle it. Welcome to the Real Talk Podcast from Real FM. Here's Anson, Kara, and Isaac. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Real Talk with Anson, Kara, and Isaac. Hey! Hello. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. That's it. That's it. So yeah, we've had goes. some really kind of serious conversations this season. Yes. We've also had some fun stuff. We've talked about things like iPhone versus Android. Mm-hmm. And we kind of feel like we're overdue for just another fun episode on the yes, show. Yes, please. And so we were sitting around brainstorming yesterday. What do we talk about on the podcast this week? Somehow we ended up on Google looking at conversation starters because it's kind of like, you know, when you meet someone new, maybe when you're yeah, doing yeah. online dating oh, man. or you're yeah. in a situation where you end up at a table with some people that you don't really know. Yes. And you're trying to figure out what do we talk about to avoid awkward silence. And you don't wake up from that nightmare. <laughs> We can kind of run into the same scenario on the podcast where we're like, how do we avoid awkward silence and talk about something interesting? And so we were looking at some of these conversation starter ideas, and I found one yesterday that I actually think is really, really good. Yes. Because there's just a lot of potential depth to this one. You know, there's a lot of conversation starter questions that can be pretty dumb or pretty weird or things like that. Like, for example, here's one that I found yesterday. Okay. It said, would you rather have the neck of a giraffe or the trunk of an elephant <laughs> if you had to choose i'm gonna go yeah. neck of a giraffe why most of my food is always at a distance <laughs> okay you were so better, quick better reach with food you can look around corners but, what would you do with an elephant trunk okay but how would you ever fit into any building in the entire world well, with you, a can giraffe bend, you can lean it over like you can bend you can, your neck down like yeah. You have a constant neck ache. You couldn't even Do sit. giraffes have constant neck aches? I mean, giraffes aren't in buildings like normal people are, like we are. Right. Like, you couldn't work in this. Well, you could work in this well, office. Well, this is a we high have, ceiling We have room, vaulted so ceilings in here, yeah. so I guess you could. Okay, I suppose that's a potential drawback. But still, what? so what are you going to do with your elephant trunk, Kara? Um, I don't know. Like, drink pick, water really fast? <laughs> like, be the best water drinker. Pick things up. But would you up? even be able to drink out of a cup? I don't know if you Or would the trunk could. get in the way? Would you have to have like a bucket of water every time you ate? Awkward. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You Maybe. Can, I mean, if you were wanting to fight somebody. Yes, that would be. Having a trunk. I don't know. I'd handy. be pretty deadly with that big neck. That's true. Yeah. That's how giraffes fight, right? It don't is. they like whack each other with their necks? Stop what you're doing and Google giraffe fights right now. <laughs> I want incredible. to see a giraffe versus an elephant. Like trunk go. versus neck. Which one's stronger? Mm. That's a, this I, is off to an amazing start. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> could we talk about this for 20 minutes? Maybe. Would you want to listen to it? No, because it would probably be pretty boring and pointless. <laughs> but we have a better scenario than this one that we're going to get to later in the show. Yes. I promise. But first, let's talk about what we're into this week. Yes, mine is building the perfect Christmas playlist for my house. Ooh. I have moved my speakers from my home office to our kitchen. Nice. And I'm currently browsing every resource on the internet to find the perfect blend 
of music that I like and music that my wife likes. Ah, oh. you like different types of Christmas music? We do. Brie likes the classics, the Mariah Carey's, the yes. Bing Crosby's, all of those. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a contemporary Christian hip hop and hardcore music fan. Uh, and believe it or not, there are Christmas rap and what? Christmas hardcore albums. Did and not know that. they're amazing. <laughs> okay, so like, what's your favorite current Christmas album or song or artist or give us a place to go to, to start checking this out? Yes, there is a band called August Burns Red. Yes. And they have a Christmas album. Okay. And it is spectacular. <laughs> I forget that it exists every year until I start trying to build my own Christmas playlist. And it's amazing. If you like electric guitars and Christmas music. Oh, wow. This is yeah. what. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when you split this playlist like down the middle. Yeah. I'm like, how does that work? Does, do, I have it. Do you like just like stick your fingers in your ears during the songs you don't like? <laughs> or do, do you both like the other person's tastes in limited quantities? We both like each other's tastes. Um, I think that I will try to belt Mariah Carey notes as loud as I can. Awesome. Brie is usually the one sticking her fingers in the ears at that point. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> So have you already started listening to Christmas music? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Definitely. I have it staggered where it's like Uh, Mariah Carey, heavy music, Mariah Carey, rap song, heavy music, (laughs) Mariah Carey. It's just, it's an experience. It's a lot of fun. You don't get tired of it after like two months? Mm -mm, No, it's the best time of the year. (laughs) Awesome. Kara and I, I think, are skeptical. Well, I I used to be that person. I used to start listening in like October. Yeah. I mean, way early, but the last few years I have been less that person. I don't know. I, just, I, I am yeah. not one of those anti Christmas music. No, 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 I no. like Christmas music, yeah. but yeah. I really do tend to wait till like the end of November. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I used to be like that too, but I'm just doubling down on it. I'm okay. <laughs> about it. I'm You're going to have to send me your Bring playlist. Cause I like the contemporary stuff too. I know where I can find all the classic yeah. stuff. Yeah. The contemporary stuff's a little harder to find. So I'll I'm, let you, I'm, maybe I'm we'll you have go. to throw up a like real FM Christmas playlist yeah, as well for people so that they can find that on Spotify. We'll have Isaac build that for us. All right. Well, what I'm into this week kind of carries off of something that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. I am buying a new phone. Mm. And that is because after I talked up Android and specifically Google phones and how much I love them, my Google phone died. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just uh, started boot looping, which if you're like, what does that even mean? Basically, when you turn it on, it shows the startup screen and then it shows the startup screen. A picture of a boot? (laughs) And then it does that forever. I was reading online that apparently there is a way to bypass this because what happens, basically part of the processor stops working Uh and the phone can't boot up without all of the cores and the processor working. But there's a way through software that you can actually shut down one of the cores permanently. So you can kind of trick the phone into thinking it's working and try to like at least get some stuff off of it and get it started. Uh And the way initially that you can get not all of the cores to work is to purposefully overheat the phone. Oh, wow. Because when the phone is purposely overheated, it scales back how much of the processor it uses. So I literally spent about half an hour the other night with a hairdryer <laughs> blowing my phone with hot air, trying to get it to start. Oh, wow. Spent like half an hour, got to the point where the phone is aluminum. I literally am like holding the phone with an oven mitt because the back of it is so hot. That can't be good. And uh, still couldn't get it to start. So that method didn't work either. So I'm into buying a new phone this week. And um, after our Android iPhone debate, I tried to be objective, go back, look at the iPhones, look at Androids as well. The problem is 
I don't have a phone. If I wanted to go buy an iPhone 10, I'd have to wait like three months before I'd get it. Exactly. Yeah. Even if I wanted to go buy a Pixel 2, I think it's on like a two or three week back order. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up buying an essential phone, oh. which a lot of people have probably not heard of. It's this brand new company. The guy who actually created Android started this company, the essential phone company. Interesting. And it's this pure Android phone. It has a bezel-less display like the iPhone 10. Yeah. So they kind of did the iPhone 10 thing before the iPhone 10 did it. And it's $450. Sweet. Instead of $850 to 1000 So Half the price of the iPhone. Exactly. So we'll see how it goes. I've heard the camera isn't quite as good as like the top of the line Google or uh, yeah. Apple phones. I think I would be okay with that because I'm not a huge yeah, sure, yeah. cell phone photographer anyway. I'm supposed to get here later this week. So maybe I'll have to do a review on it down the road. Yeah. Cool. In the meantime, I feel naked without my phone. So <laughs> I am That's like legit. frantically checking like my order and shipping status. When's it? Waiting when's it for it to, to come. get here? I think it might not make it until next Monday. No. It might make it on Friday. If it doesn't come till next Monday, I'm also going on vacation next week. So I may oh, go man. on vacation without a phone as well. Wow. So that's yeah. like detox right there. My pocket it feels weirdly empty. <laughs> I, I'm like having Facebook withdrawals. <laughs> um, Your hands are twitching. Yeah, yeah. So wow. pray for me. Well, what I am into this week is I took a book out of Hopper's uh, uh, book that didn't come out right. <laughs> I took, how does that saying even go? Take a page out of Take his book. Take a page out of his book. Sorry, Hopper. Mornings are for coffee and contemplation. I've decided mornings and also other times of the day are for tea and contemplation. Mm. And I have been really enjoying this lately. I tend to sometimes fill up all of my spare time with either trying to be productive or I'm watching a show. And this weekend, there were a couple of different times where I just stopped and was like, you know what? I'm going to sit here and just stare out the window with my tea and just contemplate and it's going to be good and usually have some pretty music going on in the background. So I've just I've been trying to do this more intentionally, especially kind of towards the end of the day to reset a little bit. And it's been really enjoyable. I've just been like, why don't I do this more often? Put the phone away, not like have to have something that I'm focusing on either a book or anything, just sit here and kind of let things sink in a little bit, mm. listen to some nice music, drink some tea. It's been really good. It is time for confession session. You would think after 10 episodes of doing these, they would be more easy and natural, but <laughs> they are not. This week, it's my turn for a confession. I don't know how this is going to come out. I am a jealous person. Okay. Meaning that when I see people that I have been rooting for finally succeed, I deal with this jealousy of, oh, oh. man, that was way too easy for them. I've had it way harder than this. Mm. Oh, how, so true. How dare they have a good life? And then I have to catch myself and be like, hey, that's your friend. You love them. <sighs> yeah. Be happy for them. Like. I that, frequently catch uh, myself. I don't know if this is a unique thing, but no, it's no, not. it's no, not. I don't think so. It's a very universal thing. I mean, I have even had the feeling before where <sighs> <laughs> I almost wish for someone to not succeed at something mm. because it will make me feel better about myself. Yeah. Recently, I'm not going to like give a specific name or anything, but I watched someone who they had not been working as hard as I had been pushing them to work on something. Mm. And then through just the universe colliding in the certain way, they like hit it out of the park with it. And now they think, oh, I'm the best at this. And I'm just like, but you're not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's and a I'm, lot harder than the. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I just have to frequently. I've noticed mm. as I'm on social media, as I'm interacting with people daily, I'm checking myself a lot more to be like, hey, that's gross jealousy. 
you need to cut that down. Well, well that's no. convicting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think this is yeah. a universal thing yes. for sure. I mean, maybe we struggle with it in different areas or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I really struggle with it relationally. So you're talking about work. I struggle with it in terms of all of my friends who we were single friends together and then they all got into a relationship yeah. super easy or whatever. Things just seem to fall into place. I think yeah. anywhere that something falls into place super easy for something yeah. else that's been really hard for you, mm-hmm. that's where it, it, I mean, it's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard not to be like, seriously, like yeah, right. that, <laughs> I'm still over here stuck in this. So I wrestle with this often yeah. and yeah. I think social media makes it a hundred times worse. It's usually based on things that do seem kind of random. Mm-hmm. So it's like this person got this great thing and they didn't deserve it. Right. Yeah. That's what really tends to, mm-hmm. I think, rankle us a lot. To me, at least, it's a little easier if I see someone going out and they're having success in some area of their life and it seems like they earned it. Mm-hmm. Right. We're like, OK, we can respect that because yeah. they worked right. for that. Thing, yeah. Right. Yeah. But if something just fell in their lap or they have good fortune, if it seemed or too they easy, came yeah. from a right. rich background. I remember struggling with that in college where I had certain friends like I'm going home over the summer and I'm working an 80 hour job to just to try to make it back. And then I have friends who all semester long are spending money like crazy because they have plenty of it. And and the thing was, like, I had a specific friend where he helped me out all the time. He would Mm -hmm. buy me fast food sometimes. He would pay for me when we would go out to watch a movie because he knew that I couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. He was super generous with what he had. And yet I still had this underlying jealousy of I wish I had that. That was an example that showed me this isn't about him. Like this isn't about me being judgmental of someone who deserves to be judged Mm -hmm. because they got it easy and then they're not doing anything with it. This is a person who is doing something with what he had been given. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I was still jealous and still upset and still felt like he didn't Mm. deserve it. Yeah. Thanks, Isaac. Not convicting at all. (laughs) (laughs) Having the realization that you're the problem is the worst. (laughs) It really is. All right, now it's time for the weekly review where we review something on our little patented scale of one to five stars, I guess, or sometimes <laughs> it's one to ten stars. Whatever we think. Uh, we don't really moment. have a scale, I guess. We yeah, know. we rate it on the scale of whatever scale it's we decide to rate it on. Non-existent scale. Exactly. So this week, I am rating cruises because Ooh. my wife and I, we are celebrating our 10th anniversary this year hey. and we're going on a cruise next week to celebrate and we're really excited about nope. that. Yeah, it's going to be really fun and we've been on a cruise before and really, really enjoyed it. We talk to people sometimes about vacations and what you like to do and I think cruises are something that if you haven't tried it, it's definitely something worth considering. Now, I think there's two types of people when it comes to vacations, okay? Mm-hmm. There are the people who say, I want to go on vacation so that I can not do anything for a week. And then there are the people who say, I want to go on vacation so I can do lots of things for a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where do you guys come out on that? I'm on the not do anything. Okay. Amen. You're on the same side. Not do the things. Okay. That's me too. I want to go on vacation. I just want to rest and relax for a week. Yes. So I do think that a cruise for a vacation is better for this type of person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're the type of person who wants to go do a bunch of stuff, cruises, there's still stuff to do. Yeah. But you may find yourself a little bit bored at times. But if you're the kind of person where you just want to go rest and relax, a cruise is perfect for that yeah. because you do a lot of just hanging out. You do a lot of eating food yes. and then you do get to do some activities too when you stop and mm-hmm. do excursions and things. That's fun. But the number one reason why I think cruises are a great vacation is if you're looking for a vacation on a budget. Mm-hmm. 
because in my opinion, there's really nothing else that you can do for the same amount of money that you can spend to go on a cruise yeah. to go do some other vacation. Yeah. We on our last cruise left out of New Orleans and we went to Mexico and a few different places kind of in the Western Caribbean. And if we were just to go to New Orleans and mm-hmm. stay in New Orleans <laughs> at a hotel yeah. for the same price that we spent on the cruise, it would have cost us more than it costs to go on the cruise just for our lodging in New Orleans. Not to mention food, activities, everything else that you would spend money on. That's how affordable a cruise is. It's like a much cheaper hotel that happens to like take you to the Caribbean as well. Yeah. And so in terms of affordability, it's really, really hard to beat. Mm -hmm. Like you could take like a four or five day cruise to just Mexico and back or something. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cost you maybe what, like yeah. four or $500 a person. Really, really affordable. Yeah. Plenty of food. There's also something to me about all inclusive stuff yeah. that I just like yeah. because I have a really hard time spending money. <laughs> so if I go on vacation and I have to shell out my credit card every time we go out to eat, yeah. every time we go do something fun, yeah, it's hard for me to enjoy those activities because yes. I feel the money flying out the door <laughs> on a cruise. You do that one time up front yeah and then from there you don't really have to worry about it again that's yeah. cool and that gives me a lot of like peace of mind in terms mm-hmm. of i don't know you already like know I'm not that have way to you don't money. have to go i don't know that was worth a 30 dollars go-kart ride right yeah. exactly because <laughs> it may still i may still have paid out the nose for something but at least i did it on the front end yeah. you knew and yeah. i don't have to think about it now you know what i mean yeah exactly i actually went on a cruise last year from the first time because anson talked me into it kind of actually with a friend and it's true there's a lot of cool perks to it and it's kind of ridiculous how affordable it is you're like really i'm getting yeah. all this food and lodging and you're taking me to the Bahamas, all of these things. Mm, that's pretty cool. Kind of fun. Yeah. Now, if you're seasick, that's one thing that that's, could ruin yeah. your day just a little bit. That little didn't bit. bother me. And then, like I said, if you're the kind of person that really wants to go do a lot of stuff, there may be some times mm-hmm. where there's a little too much downtime for yeah. your taste. So that can be a little bit of a drawback as well. But all in all, I think I would give going on a cruise four out of five stars, primarily because of the affordability. Mm -hmm. If you want to go on vacation and you can't afford to go to Europe or do Mm -hmm. one of these crazy big vacations, a cruise is a really good way to get a lot of bang for your buck. Right on. So my real life boss level this week, the thing that I'm trying to tackle, I feel like this is kind of an adult problem. I am trying to navigate Amazon reviews. Oh, man. It's ridiculous, guys. Okay, so I'm looking for, this is another super grown-up purchase (laughs) that is not fun at all. I'm looking for a humidifier because I have been getting sick a lot, and my doctor was like, well, you know, if you have this problem, you should probably get a humidifier. And I was like, cool. That's such a grown-up thing to buy. (laughs) It's so boring. humidifier. Yay! What fun. But if it makes me feel better, then yay, it's worth it. So, So I've literally been spending, I don't even know, since the week. Weekend, I've been reading all the reviews about all the humidifiers <laughs> and now I cannot tell right from left up and down. I'm so confused. I don't know. I, every humidifier you look at, someone is like, this is the best humidifier I've ever owned. And then the next person is like, do not buy this humidifier. It is the devil. It'll ruin your life. I'm like, okay, I don't know who to trust here. So I'm just feeling a little overwhelmed by all of the choices and mm-hmm. all of the yeah opinions and the prices and i'm just like i don't know i don't know anymore that is so true though every item you could ever purchase yeah there is somebody who thinks it's like the best thing ever and someone (sighs) else who thinks it's 
the worst thing ever. It's true. And at some point you have to just be like, all right, just gonna, pull the trigger. Gonna take just, a plunge uh, on this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But how do you? Yeah. I feel like reviews are kind of a double edged sword. They do give you a lot of good info. Yeah. But then they also give you like this decision paralysis almost. Exactly. Like, well, somebody had a bad experience with this. Yeah. yeah. Anyone can make an Amazon account too, which is so... Yeah, there's, there's that. Right. The threshold for entry is so low. Like, <laughs> Good point. There's yeah. a video of like one of Bach's most famous compositions on YouTube. Yes. And inevitably in the comment section, someone's just like, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> one, one star. <laughs> this is objectively... Worst musician ever. A beautiful Fair, piece of music. Fair point. And you wasted time saying this sucks. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, what I usually end up doing is going to a different website website like i don't know apartment therapy and i'm like somebody else tell me what's a good thing to buy somebody who has okay. some sort of authority and so then apartment therapy was like this is like a top rated humidifier and blah 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 and we've heard it's really great and like they sold me on it instead yeah. and i'm like okay i actually have found that that works better than yeah. trying to read individual user yeah. reviews because yes. again they're so all over There's the place so many trying to find some sort of authority on whatever it is yes. that you're looking at and then using that to help guide yeah. you to Decisions, seems, I feel like is yeah. a lot more helpful. Like so one of my new favorite websites is called Wirecutter. Oh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. I'm but not. It's owned by the New York Times and it's basically just reviews for stuff. Wow. I don't know oh, if man. they have a humidifier on that or not. I'm sure they but do. But they literally take like a category of things. Like I was looking at like Bluetooth headphones. That's okay. Cool. And then they review like a hundred different pairs Whoa. of Bluetooth headphones. And then they come up with their recommended. We think this is the best choice for most people. Cool. And then they also have a couple runners up. Like if you want to, if money is no object, here's yeah. a really good one. If you're on a budget pick, here's a good one. Or here's the best one for most people or That's whatever. That's awesome. And I found it really helpful in making decisions on stuff. They have everything from like electronics to health and fitness, like kid stuff, office stuff, travel stuff. So that cool. would be my recommendation if I'm you're gonna, dealing with like, yes. yeah, review fatigue and it's overwhelming. I'm going to go check that out. You'll have to look and see if they have humidifiers on there. I don't I'm know gonna, if they do or I'm not. I'm going to look right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's cool. All right. So for the big idea this week, we've decided to do something just a little bit different. <laughs> As we talked about uh, at the beginning of the show, there are all of these conversation starters or would you rather questions, uh, kind of the stereotypical thing that like if you go on a first date or a blind date or maybe you're sitting at a table <laughs> with a bunch of strangers or you have a group of friends and you're not really sure what to talk about, you can use these as conversation starters. Mm -hmm. And so we went through a bunch of them trying to find some that were interesting because there's a lot that are pretty crude or crass. Just weird. There are some that are, yeah, just very strange. Like I saw one yesterday that said, would you rather have a head the size of a watermelon or a tennis ball? <laughs> okay. <laughs> And oh, I'm sure you can have kind of an amusing conversation for about like 60 seconds on about that. that yeah. And then you're kind of like, all right, well, that was, that was kind weird. of weird. Like, where do we go <laughs> from here? All of my time. Just yeah. now. There are some <laughs> other ones that are kind of interesting, but that get talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, NPR on their podcast, they actually did this whole segment on the would you rather question of would you rather have the superhero power of flight or invisibility? Right. They actually did a whole segment on that about how there are actual like psychological indicators 
indicators based on how you answer that question. So like if, if you would prefer invisibility, that says certain things about who you yeah. are versus if you would rather fly. So some of these have some interesting yeah. implications behind them. And we found a scenario that we think fits this bill where it's just interesting <laughs> enough to kind of think about in a fun <laughs> way. But also there might be a little bit of depth behind this, too. <laughs> so I went ahead and gave this scenario to Isaac and Carrie yesterday so they'd have about 24 hours to kind of think about this before they had to give their answers. Yes. But I'm going to go ahead and give a recap of the scenario for you so that uh, you can kind of be following along with us. You can make your choices of how you would answer this question and you can catch anything that maybe you feel like we glossed over or didn't mention or didn't catch. OK, so here's the scenario. All right. A genie shows up and he says that he has a list of perks that he's going to give you. He has five options, but the trick is you can only choose two of the five. Okay. Okay. So here are the perks that you're allowed to choose from. Number one, the money bags perk. This perk, $250 is deposited into an account of your choice every day at midnight. The amount automatically adjusts for inflation at the start of every year. And the money is legal and not taxed. So you're not going to get in trouble over Mm -hmm. getting $250 materializing out of nowhere. Which is awesome. Okay. Just in case you're curious, that adds up to $90,000 a year. Oh, man. $250 a night. It's crazy. Okay. So that's one of the perks. Sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. But there are four more. (laughs) Number two, the superhuman perk. Your body automatically stays in top physical shape for your age. So you still age, but you get all of the benefits of working out and eating healthy without actually having to do so. Oh, man. (laughs) Your physical performance increases by 25% across the board. So you get stronger, faster, more stamina, better reaction time, and you get sick less because you're in top physical shape. doesn't mean you can't get sick necessarily Mm -hmm. or that you won't die eventually. You're not not invincible. Right. But you're going to be in peak physical condition for your age without really having to try. Mm -hmm. That one sounds pretty good, too, right? Number three, prodigy. Your IQ is raised by 50 points. Your reasoning, problem solving and overall ability to retain new information are all significantly improved. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you have a decent IQ, like, say, like 110, you're a pretty smart person. This would put you in genius range. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're like average intelligence, this is going to put you in above average. Like you're yeah. going to be a very smart person now. Yeah. yeah, like 50 IQ points is actually really big. Basically, you're a lot smarter. You remember things better. You can solve problems better. All right. Number four, Looper. Every day, you're given a bank of 10 minutes of time that you can use to reverse time. Mm. You can choose to use it all at once or you can sprinkle it throughout the day. So the trick is you only have 10 minutes, so you can never go back more than 10 minutes at one time. Right. And you can break it up throughout the day. So you could go back like five seconds, hundreds of times throughout the day. Yeah. Whatever you don't spend at the end of the day is lost. So you can't, it doesn't roll over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So you can't just save up 10 minutes every day. And you also cannot go back to the previous day. So you can't go back past midnight. Hmm. So you can't take money bags and get $250 at midnight <laughs> and then go back five seconds and get it over and over and over. <laughs> you know that was the plan. Doesn't work like that, okay? <laughs> All right. And then the last one, last but definitely not least, is the efficient perk. You no longer require sleep. Oh, man. You do not get tired. <laughs> now, you can still kind of physically fatigue yourself from like running or overexerting yourself right. or mentally kind of like needing a break from thinking about something. But like physically, you don't need sleep. Your body doesn't get tired from needing to sleep. So those are the five perks. Oh, man. You have to choose two. 
<laughs> let's start with uh, let's start with you, Kara. Okay. If you have to choose two, just at first glance, we'll discuss these a bit more. Maybe maybe we'll discuss them, and then you can decide by the end right. of our discussion if you want to change your mind or change. not. Yeah. Yeah. But at least initially, where are you going? Uh, okay. I will say I had a bit of an existential crisis about this last night after <laughs> yes. thinking through it. Why I didn't am I not surprised. I didn't know. I know, right? So, okay, my initial reaction is money bags. So that's the $250 deposited into an account of your choice every day mm-hmm. at midnight. Nice. Right. Go with that one. Okay. And then Prodigy was the other one I right leaned on. towards. The IQ one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So 50 IQ points for Kara. Yeah. So now she is smart and <laughs> super smart. Not rich necessarily. No, this isn't like but millions of dollars, but $90,000 yeah. a year, it's, like that's, that's enough a to lot of dollars. be pretty comfortable. If you can. Like you could comfortably live on that, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a day-to-day budget that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So the line of work that I'm in, number one, I'm never going to make lots and lots of money. The thought of, okay, this would be something that would be nice to just have money either to use to save up or a future or to I like to give gifts to people mm. that are kind of ridiculous. Yeah, so I yeah. like the idea of yeah. being able to give ridiculous gifts to people That's that right. you know wouldn't normally be able to do that or to go on a trip somewhere randomly be like, hey mom, do you want to go to Ireland this Christmas? Like, you know, right. just mm-hmm. random Yeah. It gives kind you of, some financial flexibility basically. Yes, basically. Yep. And then prodigy, I'm thinking, okay, well my job doesn't necessarily require like superhuman strength or <laughs> right. you know, these other things. I'm like, well Well, I feel like the thing that would make me better at what I do or at anything would be the IQ thing. That was my initial thought process. Basically, you could do like whatever you already already like to do better. Basically. So we kind of maximize what I'm already doing. I use my brain a lot in my work right now anyway. Right. So it seemed like the thing that made the most sense. Okay. Initially. Makes sense. All right, Isaac, what are your two? I had a very quick decision on this one okay <laughs> I, I i really wanted to approach it as like you have a 10 second countdown to make these decisions that was, like that was the genius okay. quickly you know yeah uh-huh. hurry, away. Hurry. i want efficiency you no longer require sleep you do not get tired i'm all mm-hmm. about that one and then i also want the looper every day you're given a total of 10 minutes of time you mm-hmm. can all right all right so let's talk about the efficient one why yes. why did that one grab your attention i was just talking to my wife the other night i am the prime target for something like this <laughs> because like when i am tired at night i get frustrated because i oh. want to do so many things mm-hmm. i want to stay up late but i know that if I'm up until 1 a.m., I'm going to be tired and inefficient the next day. Yes. Like my to-do list is always just I add stuff to it throughout the night. Efficiency <laughs> is just a beautiful concept to me. I yes. love it. Okay. I and then it. how about this looper one? I am also the king of awkward interactions and introductions. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I'm thinking I could stretch this 10 minutes really far by just going three seconds back nope i don't want to do that again yeah <laughs> they just said to enjoy your meal and i said you too two seconds later back, i'm back okay. the other right. day i was getting coffee and someone said hey man what you doing today and i responded with, it just keeps going and i don't know what <laughs> i don't know what i meant by that and they just looked at me like i had just said that <laughs> That would have been a quick three seconds back. I love that. Just gonna fix that little interaction between that (laughs) right there. I would be the smoothest, coolest person. Would you have to go back like multiple times? Like if you, like if if you said something wrong and then you went back three seconds and then you messed it up again? Like, oh wait, hold on, I got to do that a third time. Like, I'm gonna get it right this time. Have you guys seen the movie About Time? No, I have not. No, that's basically what it is. It's this guy. He has the ability to travel back in time, but only within his own timeline. Uh 
uh-huh. but to any time within his own life timeline. But gotcha. he basically does that several times, multiple yeah. times over and over. He keeps going back and trying to get the same interaction right again. Yeah, and he keeps, right. Like saying ridiculous things. Yes, it's very fun. So, so yes. that would be your primary use case for, for <laughs> that one. So I might, you know, doll it out five seconds at a time, or I would burn ten minutes in a interaction in an elevator with someone <laughs> trying to get the trying to get it exactly right response. That's awesome. I don't know. Or That's Twitter. Funny. He's sitting there on Twitter, like, no. oh god, ah, Twitter, no, don't no. even. Uh, oh <laughs> man. Think about it. Uh, All right. So I was uh, thinking about this as well, and I ended up in the same place as you, I Isaac. Know, actually, going with efficient and looper. Now, yes. I will say, uh, originally, I very briefly was kind of like, I don't know, the money bags one is appealing to me yeah. because it does give you this like financial flexibility where you just don't yeah. have to worry about finances. And so that one was originally there, but then evil genius Anson. <laughs> started I thinking. thinking I know what you're thinking and I started going wait a second <laughs> if I could go back up to 10 minutes a day I could potentially make money yes even more money than I could make with money bags by using the looper one you yep. guys are like the same person so let's say for the sake of just an example here <laughs> that I go to a horse race oh my god <laughs> and I watch said horse race and I see who wins <laughs> then I put down a $50,000 bet Oh, and go back like two minutes, put down the bet and then win the bet. Right. Or you go to a casino or something like this and, you know, you play roulette and you go back even just with 10 minutes. You can't go back very far. But I think if you were creative, there are probably ways that you could make some money Um, a 10 minute window using that skill in that 10 minute window. Yes. Now, there may be some questionable morality. (laughs) To doing this. Some ethical don't, dilemmas. It all checks out. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> don't think about but it. But at least theoretically, I think with a little bit of work, you could make more money potentially through the looper skill than you would the money bag True. skill. Okay. So that was part of my thought process on that side. And then the other one I was thinking about was the efficient one. Yeah. Although I have to say, as I started to think about the efficient one more, it actually started to become a little less intriguing to me. Really? But we'll get into that in just a moment. The plus sides, certainly, of the efficient one is not getting tired. Man, think about how much more productive you could be. Things that you could do with an extra eight hours a day, basically, like how much you could fill up that time with being able to accomplish more and doing more stuff. Basically, I feel like this looper efficient combo is like the take over the world combo. It is, like if you yeah. wanted to be like an evil super villain. <laughs> See, this is the difference between me and Andrew. I was like, <laughs> I want to play more games and not be awkward. I can have fun. Like, I want to conquer the world. I know, right? Like, pinky know. in the brain. Like, what are we going to do tonight? Right We're going to take over the world. Between my like 10 minute like looper skill uh-huh. and not having to sleep, I'm going oh to be like gosh. the world dictator in the span of he like a be. couple weeks. It's true. I, I feel like it. I could accomplish that I think with I can these see two that skills. How Happening. So that's kind of why I was going that route. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's talk about these a little bit more in depth about each one, because as I started to think about this more, I actually started to have a lot of second thoughts. Me too. About my choices. OK, yeah. we'll start at the top. The money bags one. Yeah. OK, the plus side we've kind of already covered yeah. on the plus side. You get ninety thousand dollars a year, which is enough to basically either say if I don't want to work. I don't necessarily have to, at least like here in Northwest Arkansas, that's enough money to live on. Yeah. Or if I do want to work, that gives me a pretty comfortable salary. Yeah. I'm not going to be super rich, which I think is actually kind of a good thing. Because one thing I was thinking about with this looper thing is if I used it to go win the lottery, there are lots of documented downsides of winning the lottery. Yes. Like people know that you won it. They want 
to be your friend. They want to get their piece of the pie from you that they feel like they have a right to. With this, it's not enough money that you're going to become super rich. No one's ever probably really going to know that you're like super wealthy or something or this is happening. But I do kind of wonder about some potential downsides of this. If you're just automatically getting paid $90,000 a year to do nothing. (laughs) That's true. Do you eventually lose your motivation to to work or be productive? Yeah. Mm. Do you think you would? I think I definitely would. I think that money is a strong enough incentive for me. I frequently talk about, man, if money was no thing, I'd just be a snowboard instructor in like <laughs> yes. Denver. Money keeps me grounded. I'm yeah. a frequent like daydreamer and I'm the type of person where I could devote X amount of time to just chill. I'm, yeah. a, I'm an indefinite chiller. <laughs> so like, with that sort of disposable income, I'd just chill. I don't know. I feel like I would get bored if I didn't have some sort of purposeful, intentional work. I would yeah. kind of go crazy. So I'd have to do something, but whether that something was full-time work right. yeah. is another thing. I mm-hmm. think it would be nice to have the option to do some sort of different kind of work that your schedule was more flexible but at the same time if there's no accountability to that then that could get really sketchy really fast and i would end up with you know six hundred dollar purses and you know shoes and that's what my fear would be see i I feel you carol in the sense that i start to get I don't know, my mood and my mental, I get into a bad mental place when I'm not working. Yeah. Like Mm. if I go on vacation, like I'm going to next week, I'm going to be ready to come back to work at the end of that. Yeah. Because I need to work to be happy. Yeah. But I'm worried that without the motivation motivation of money Mm. to have to go to work, would I be able to motivate myself to do it? That's a good point. Even though I know it would be good for me, I'm not sure if I'd be able to make myself do it. So I think maybe I would. And so this is one of the ones where I feel like maybe there's less potential downsides than others, but there's still some pitfalls here. Well, yeah, for sure. So let's talk about the superhuman one because we haven't really talked about that one at all. None of us chose that one. Your body automatically stays in top physical shape for your age. You get all the benefits of working out and eating healthy without actually having to do so. I feel like just because none of us chose this one doesn't mean this one isn't pretty attractive. Are you telling me I could eat a double cheeseburger for dinner every single day and feel great while doing it? Like, that sounds pretty dreamy to me. Freddy's, it's so good. I know. (laughs) It sounds pretty awesome. Yes. I was actually thinking about this last night and I had a little bit of a like, this was my existential crisis happening here. I, I realized the ones that I had chosen and I was like, well, I don't know. And then I started thinking about this superhuman healthy all the time one. And I thought, dude, you don't realize how much your body affects everything else, how yeah. much your health mm-hmm. affects everything else until you or someone you love really suffers from That's bad true. health. And then suddenly it's like the only thing in the world that you that can matters. think about. Yeah. And so I started thinking about this and I was like, man, that would be really nice right. to just yeah. have that as a, this is just a gift and it's just the way it is. Here it is. Boom. Yeah. Done. But yeah. at the same time, if I'm that way and nobody else around me is that way mm. automatically and I don't have to work for it and everybody else does. I mean, that's going to have an effect on my relationships, right? Right. I well, mean, that's a really yeah. good point, too. Uh, let's take the, the first part first that you said about health being the thing that really matters. What that makes me think of is like, think of someone like Steve Jobs. Yeah. Right? Has millions and billions right. of dollars. His IQ Do you, is crazy How much high. of that? Right. He was really smart. He had theoretically maybe some of these things. Yeah. Do you think he wouldn't have traded those right. for yeah. his health? Exactly. Yeah. What do we place our value on? I know. And are we missing where we should right. be prioritizing? 
maybe people who have been through health scares are going to appreciate that a lot yeah, more. Exactly. So I think that's a really good point. But then you just mentioned something really interesting, <laughs> which is the flip side to this. In this scenario, you're the only one that gets these. Right. Okay? right. The other people in your life don't get these. If you're married, if you have family members or friends, yeah. they're not getting these. And right. It's not like money bags where they can benefit via association. Exactly. With you. Like, right. It's just this, you. this one is just it's you. It's just about you. I was talking to my wife about this last night, and this one was one of the ones that she chose because yeah. she was talking about. You know, as a woman, body image yeah, is something that a like is a constant part of what I think about. If I could not have acne, if I could not have to worry about my weight, right. like what a load off of my mind that would be. But then she said, <laughs> but my friends are all still going to be struggling with all of those things. Yeah. And how do I relate to my friends and their struggles if I don't have to worry about it? Exactly. Are they going to become resentful of me? Are they even going to want to be my friend anymore? Right. Because oh, yeah. I always look great. Like we were just talking about jealousy I was earlier just in the say. show. Yeah. That's got to be a recipe for that, right? Right. Even your close friends are probably going to feel pretty jealous of yeah. my this weight is something that's on my mind constantly and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. That in and of itself can create that atmosphere of jealousy. So you take that to another level and I can imagine that would impact your relationships. All right. So this prodigy one is kind of interesting as well. So it makes you smarter, right? That right. seems like a pretty good thing all around. Yeah. yeah. But I read something last night that was kind of interesting. Once you get over a certain point, according to scientific research, uh -huh. there is a inverse correlation between a higher IQ and happiness. Oh, uh, see, I was thinking about the this. The higher last your night. IQ gets over a certain point, yeah. Yeah, the less happy uh, you tend to become. Oh, now, man. it's not a proven causation, right? Okay, yeah. but there is a correlation here. Yes. And I think in some ways, this kind of at I least it makes truth. sense to me yeah. where like you could get to this certain point where if you're like genius level intelligence, you see through everything. Yeah. How, how many intelligent people have taken their own lives? Well, yeah. Or I mean, th this is something that are you, miserable. Yeah. You yeah. see a lot with like great artists or yeah. great yeah. inventors or great authors. I started thinking about that last night, actually, because I was like, OK, well, this IQ thing, why am I choosing that? And I think the reason I chose it is because I often think the answer to something is just to think harder yeah. about it. Mm -hmm. I think the answer right. to my problems is to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then I started thinking about it, but really intelligence is not a guarantee of happiness. Just like you're saying, right. like yeah. there are so many intelligent people who are miserable yeah. and I don't know that that's worth it. What if I lose some of the other things that I have mm -hmm. right now? What if I lose some of my empathy because I'm constantly seeing through everybody's pain and mm -hmm. arguments and yeah. just reasoning it through? I don't want that. Yeah. You if, you're, if you're like someone who's an expert at arguing with people and yeah. you're just constantly on top, I don't know. Like I, what's the point? I need to be checked frequently by people who are smarter than me. So right. having like a constant one up over everyone would right. not fit well with my life. Yeah. yeah. And if you're in that position where you feel like you're smarter than everyone else. And in fact, you are and you yeah. know it. Yeah. What's that going to do to how you treat other people? Uh, right? Yes. Like, you know, maybe you're going to be more likely to treat people with less respect and yeah. because you're smarter and you know it. You're also going to run into problems that even your IQ will not fix. Exactly. And that right. would drive me insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's a good person point. in yeah. the room and I can't fix the problem. 50 yeah. extra IQ points doesn't magically solve all of your problems. Right. Like no. you don't just get to you're just more aware figure everything out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a really good point. Oh, yeah, man. For sure. Yeah. All right. So this looper one is interesting as well. So you get to go back 10 minutes. What do you guys think? Any downsides to this one? 
awkward situations does kind of give some comic relief to my life. <laughs> so yeah. like ha- eliminating those could makes be, you more human. Yeah, that could yeah. be a problem. I think that, hey, maybe you were supposed to drop that coffee cup in front of everyone. And then yeah. you could joke about it with your friends later. <laughs> and it's a good, right, you know, right. right. Good laugh. I don't makes know. Makes you approachable. Yeah. I kind of wonder if you wouldn't worry about consequences of things less. Oh, if man. you would become a more careless person mm. because you could always have a redo button. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking about it from a kind of bigger picture what if you could prevent certain terrorist attacks or things or just warn i mean just warn a few people Mm -hmm. like you see in the news that a shooter walked into a building right okay if you see it within 10 minutes you could call you could or find somehow, that phone number or somehow yeah. like try to intervene to get people out of that building. That's a big enough window of time. Right. right. In 10 minutes, but, you could accomplish something, but it's also not so big that you would be able to reliably do it every time. Exactly. Because what if you turn on the news and you see that happened 30 minutes ago and then you burn your 10 minutes there's, on a failed attempt. There's nothing you can, right. there's nothing you can do about it at that point. Uh, right. So like think about like the guilt that would come with well, that, like, that's what I'm thinking. I could have stopped that. The but overwhelming I responsibility that comes with that is like crazy. I already feel guilty that I can't solve all the world's problems. If I now have the ability to go yeah. back 10 minutes and warn people that something is coming and I don't. Because I missed it. You would have to detach yourself a little bit. Right. You're basically like, I got to sit down at a computer all day long, (laughs) monitor what's happening all over the world. Like you make that your job. Yeah. But and then you also only have 10 minutes a day. How many bad things happen every day? Exactly. You can't fix all of them. You have to pick and choose which one you fix. And how do you choose? Just in your own hometown even. Right. Good grief. How do you choose? Like that is an overwhelming responsibility. I take it back. Meanwhile, (laughs) meanwhile, Anson's talking about sitting down in the casino (laughs) making money. By robbing the casino. <laughs> yep. And we're talking about all of the yeah, moral responsibility that comes with it. It's yep. crazy. All right. So then there's the efficient one, which says you no longer require sleep. This one, I completely changed my mind on this after really? one conversation with my wife. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, that would be great. That would be awesome. I'm talking to her about it. And she goes, okay, so I would still have to sleep, right? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, so you could like work at night. And I was like, yeah. She was like, so you could work at night and then be like the kids like caretaker during the day. Oh, and I was like, never mind. No, that's not what I was thinking I would do <laughs> with my extra eight hours. <laughs> but I was like, talk about resentment and jealousy. Oh, man. No kidding. Basically, I've been given the gift of an additional eight to 10 hours a day. Yeah. And my wife would expect me to use it. Yeah. For our mutual benefit. For your for family our good. good. Right. Yeah. Now, just because I can stay up all night, that doesn't mean that I want to work an extra eight hours a day. Uh, no. Like, that's still not going to be very fun. Right. Yeah. yeah. And even if I was playing an extra eight hours a day, everyone else is sleeping at night. That's what I'm I, up yeah. all by myself. That's what I was thinking. I am going to get bored. It yeah. may take a few months. Yeah. Like, but eventually... I'm going to get bored. It'd be incredibly lonely. I don't like the idea of having that much extra time alone. I already feel like that sometimes. So that sounds overwhelming. Very, very isolating. Yeah. I actually saw this scenario basically exactly play out on a show that I watch. And there's a character on there who doesn't require sleep. Like he's for better or worse immortal. And the loneliness of immortality is addressed. Like someone is saying that they're jealous of him. And he's like, do you understand how profoundly lonely it is yeah. right. night after night when everyone is gone when and everyone I'm else here. is sleeping yeah yeah and then here's one other thing i would throw in there if you don't require sleep i don't know if theoretically you could make yourself sleep anyway yeah. but let's say that you couldn't there are times where it would be in your best interest to be able to fall asleep at night right. yes. like let's say i go on vacation next week with my wife and i'm on a cruise there is literally <laughs> nothing to do at three in the morning on, on a, a boat when everyone else is asleep yeah. yeah so i literally have to sit 
and wait for everyone to wake up for eight oh, hours no. with nothing to do. See, like, yeah. Like, so I, there are going to be times you would rather sleep through the night than have to be up yeah, yeah. and Not, have literally nothing that you could do. Also, there's that saying that's like idle hands are the devil's whatever. Yes. Don't do bad things. Right. I feel like unlimited time eventually. In the middle the, of the night alone. Even the best <laughs> person. At some point, you're going to do some things you probably shouldn't be doing. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like sleep is sometimes one of the only breaks I get for my brain. If your brain is still active, you your body may not need rest, but your brain is going to need rest. How do you make it shut down if you're not good at doing that? And sleep is one of the only ways you can make that happen, but you can't sleep. Yeah, that sounds awful. So that's what's interesting about all of this is all of these sound really great at first. Yeah. And then you kind of read through it and you go. I think there are actually some serious downsides yeah. to most, if not all of these. After our discussion that we just had, would you make any changes to your choice or would you stick with the choice you originally made? Oh, man. OK, I'm going to make a choice <laughs> to um, to give back Looper mm. in exchange for Superhuman. OK, I don't want the responsibility of saving everyone's lives every day. Yeah, right. that's a big one. I do want cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair choice. Kara, would you make some changes? I think I would also change Prodigy for Superhuman because of the thing I said about health and mm-hmm. and hopefully find a way to do that without rubbing it in everybody's faces. But just just the thought of being able to stay healthy, not necessarily all about the physical appearance, although that's nice too, right. but being able to stay healthy and not get sick. I think it would impact my relationships in a positive way as well, because yeah. when you're not sick and you're not dealing with some of those things, hopefully that affects my mental and emotional health as well in a positive way, which sure. affects my relationships in a positive way. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. it does make sense. Yeah, so definitely. I think I would choose money bags and superhuman. I think I would go yeah. for the exact same yeah. choice there. I think the what you're saying makes sense. I think the money bags one is nice because it allows me to provide mutual benefit to my yeah, family. Right. So it actually helps them, not just helps me, yeah. which I think is something that is attractive about that one. And then, yeah, prioritizing health when you really start to think about it more makes a lot of sense. It's something that I think is easy to look over when you already feel like you're relatively healthy. Yeah. You want other things, but when it comes down to it, Mm -hmm. that's going to be probably everyone's biggest priority at some point in their lives. Yeah. The thing is, as I really start to think about this more, I start to go, maybe I would refuse the genie's offer. Right. Maybe I would say no. I don't think I would have the power to do that. I think if, <laughs> yeah. if this situation actually came to me and someone offered me these things, yeah. I don't think I could say no. I know. I would I have know. to accept it. But I think the best thing for me ultimately would probably be to say no. Right. Yeah. And I, it just made me think, and I, I know it's kind of ridiculous to get all like spiritual no, off of a, a situation no, no, like yeah, this. But as I started to think about it, I was like, there is a reason why God has given me what he's given me. Hmm. He's given me the family he's given me. Yep. He's given me the amount of money that I have, the job that I have, the marriage that I have, the health that I have. Mm-hmm. All of those things he's given to me for a reason. Hmm. And that reason is probably because he knows that if he gave me me a different set of circumstances, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to handle it. Wow. It's so interesting. And when you think about it, you think I'm already accountable for the things that I have. Do I really want to be accountable for all these things? Right. That's a lot yeah. to be accountable and for. I, am I even capable, am of, I capable of doing, doing that? that? Yeah. Well, yeah. And I'm not sure the answer for me is yes. Yeah. Like, I, I think I would take advantage of these things. I think I would yeah, use them too. in negative ways potentially. And it's just kind of interesting that as I thought more and more about it, that was the place I really came back to was yeah. like, I have a pretty good life yeah. yeah. and wishing for these 
supernatural perks to come in Mm -hmm. and make things way better. There's a dark side to a lot of that that we probably don't think about a lot when we're feeling that jealousy of someone else, when we're wishing that our lives were looked a little bit different in whatever way. When we go and talk to the people that have those things, they're probably going to be going, whoa, wait just a minute. Let me tell you about some flip sides of this. Let me tell you what comes with this. Yeah. Let's see if it's something that you still want. So there's a uh, tweet that I read the other day where it was like, no matter where you're at in life as a young person, there is a very rich 80 year old who would trade everything to beat Mm -hmm. you. And that blew my mind. I was like, interesting. I was in my pajamas on my (laughs) cruddy couch going, wow, that's still true. Yeah. Well, and I think that you could even expand that and say, everybody would probably be willing to trade places with somebody else. Yeah. Like there's, there's no person on top of it all. Yeah. No matter how much money you have, you might wish that you had better health. No matter how much health you have, you might wish that you had your family back. Mm. I mean, everybody wants something that somebody else has. And at the end of the day, the healthiest thing for our hearts is probably to appreciate what we've been given rather than lusting after everything that we haven't been given. repeat this week is KB bring you war. I love everything about this song from the sort of melodic hook that it's got with it that kind of reminds me it reminds me of like early Kanye, just kind of the chipmunky voice, the mm-hmm. melodic mm-hmm. kind of flow to it. I love the chorus. I love the hook. I think KB is great on this. You need to listen for these lyrics. My superpower is I don't quit and mm-hmm. a God that will go with. Oh, man, I love that. Wow. because I'm someone who never gets things right on the first through fifth tries. <laughs> but the fact that I keep knocking on the wall is mm-hmm. what I pride myself in. Like I will keep mm-hmm. trying at something. And I really resonated with that. So if you need like a good sort of Mm. motivational pump up while still remaining conscious of like spiritual concepts, this is your song. It does everything like that, but does it really well in a concise 3.5 minutes. It's so good. My on repeat this week is Walls by Derek Minor and Urban Rescue. This song is convicting. That's the word that I would attach to it. And there absolutely is some political subtext here as well, which I'm not going to get into too much because I do appreciate that the song doesn't get too into the weeds of politics and really Mm. focuses on personal issues. The chorus says, we build walls all around us. We try to keep what we don't know at a distance. We don't listen. Mm. Just a pretty good summation, I feel like, of what's happening in our culture today. Yes. And then Derek Minor comes in and just really lays on the conviction heavily. <laughs> the verse starts with, now, if I stood on a corner and asked you for $2 for a Whopper, would you let your cynicism stop you? Would it stop you? I mean, would you? I mean, we spend nine ninety nine on Spotify, but hearing my stomach rumbling is not worth a dime. Not mm. even one. If I had a suit and tie, would I be worth your time? Only money on your mind because we are so selfish. Jesus walked with the poor. Are we too good for that? Yeah, I mean, I I have the thousand yard stare right now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Uh, 
Yeah. This whole song is just incredibly convicting, but it comes back to this idea that we put up walls because we're afraid of what we don't know. Mm. Yep. And I've never had the experience of being homeless. I've never been in that position. And from my vantage point, from my perspective, my philosophy has always been, if you're homeless, if you don't have enough money to take care of yourself, it's probably because you've made poor decisions and mm. you've put yourself there. That's always been my approach. And I've been really convicted over the last few years to rethink that in a really dramatic way yeah. and to go, I've been really, really blessed with what I've been given. I grew up in a stable home. I've had the opportunity to get an amazing education. I've been able to accomplish those things through no real reason other than the situation that I was put in was a good one. Mm. And not everybody has that benefit. Yeah. And yet I continue to look down on people who aren't in my place in life yeah. because I feel like I somehow have earned what I've gotten. Wow. And yeah. what this song basically says to me is, man, we haven't earned anything <laughs> like yeah. really. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if we could do a better job of tearing down our walls and looking at where other people are through their perspective, maybe we could build more bridges instead of building more walls. My on repeat this week is good life from the young escape. And now that this is the good life Never look back when I traded for a day In my own life Never look back cause I know that you are always with me This is actually kind of funny. Anson sent us a link to this song as we were listening to it uh, before I think it went on the Fresh Finds playlist this last week and we were kind of discussing, you know, what do you think of this song? And Honestly, my first reaction to it was a little bit negative, was a little bit like, eh, you know, the good life. Like, it sounds a little shallow, sounds mm. a little, I don't know. And then I listened to it again and I was like, well, maybe my impression wasn't quite right the first time. And now I've been listening to it all week and it really actually fits in well with the discussion that we just had about this hypothetical weird situation where a genie shows up and says, I will give you two of these things. What do you mm -hmm. want? As I've been thinking about that and thinking about the lyrics to this song, I feel like it just all fits together very well with this idea of the life that I have been given is a good life. There's things in it that I'm taking for granted that I need to stop and look back at. It's more than just about stuff. Although, as Anson just mentioned, yes, there's things in my life that I have from no merit of my own. And I need to not forget that. But some of the lyrics include, how did I ever get this far? After all that I've been through, you still hold my heart. How did you pull me through the dark? If it weren't for you, the healing couldn't start. This is the good life. Never look back. Wouldn't trade it for a day in my old life. Never look back because I know that you're always with me. So I think it's more about this life that I'm in right now. It may not be perfect or everything that I imagined it would be. There's still things that I'm struggling with that I wish I wasn't. But mm -hmm. really, at the end of the day, if I look at it, this is a pretty good life. And I need to be continually remembering that and remembering and I think the song is a good reminder not mm. as a shallow like life is great nothing is wrong yeah. no but more of a realistic I've come pretty far and been through some things and God's has been with me in every situation right in the middle of those things and that's what makes this a good life
that is episode 10 of our podcast. And what we would like to do now is hear from you, because one of the fun things I think about this scenario that we talked about (laughs) is that everyone has a little bit of a different thought process and approach to it. And so we have a Facebook post up now on our Facebook page. You can go to facebook.com slash real FM online, find the Facebook post. It'll outline the scenario with a reminder of the five things if you need it, Mm -hmm. and then tell us which are the two that you would choose and why. We'd love to hear that. And if you disagree with any of the things that we said about them, we'd love to hear that. Or maybe you have a thought that we didn't think of. We'd love to hear that as well. So you can join the conversation at our Facebook page. We're going to take a week off next week because I'm going to be on a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to rub that We're in a little bit. We're not going to be jealous Exacerbate Isaac's jealousy yeah. there. <laughs> And uh, then the next week after that is going to be Thanksgiving. Yes. So we're going to take a couple week hiatus before coming back and doing a few more episodes in December before we wrap up season one of Real Talk. So we'll see you then. Have a great Thanksgiving holiday. Thanks for listening to the Real Talk podcast from Real FM. Wake up with Isaac from 7 to 10 a.m. and catch Real Talk with Anson and Kara from 4 to 7 p.m. Live every weekday on Real FM Radio. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent or reflect the views of John Brown University, KLRC Radio, or Real FM.